Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Um, so this guy in New York that fired off the warning shots yeah. in the subway because he saw a woman getting attacked by a mugger uh, has been arrested. Uh, his name's John Rote, Queens, charged with reckless endangerment after, you know, he scared off this mugger with gunshots. No one was hurt. Uh, so we're here. Let me read what the transit official had to say. The top transit official, Richard Davies, said in a statement after this guy's arrest. I'm not, not talk, talking about the mugger. The mugger was arrested. Yeah, too. no. Uh, this is this is after the, the guy that fired off the warning shot. Absolutely. Quote, I want to be clear. We don't tolerate this kind of conduct in New York City transit, period. Once again, cameras recorded a perpetrator. And we are grateful that NYPD made an arrest within hours. Thank goodness nobody was hurt here. But what occurred was outrageous, reckless, and unacceptable. I'm wondering, as a Second Amendment attorney, as a licensed firearms instructor, uh, where are we at with the guy firing off warning shots in the subway to scare the mugger? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are outraged at this, Nige. And, and, at and, his and, arrest? And, yeah, he's arrested. He's being prosecuted for felonies. And and listen, New York has a long history of going after law-abiding gun owners just because, um, you know, they clearly disapprove of your Second Amendment rights. I mean, hell, we yeah, their case had to go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, to even you know allow New Yorkers with any regularity to be granted a handgun license to have a gun in public, so New York is is, is as anti Second Amendment as any jurisdiction out there. Really, really uh, tough gun. Laws. Absolutely, and so a lot of people immediately react to this by going, "Oh, it's just New York being New York." At the same time, you know, I talk about warning shots. Let's talk about that in particular. I talk about warning shots in my gun law class. And people say, well, you know, if I'm not justified in using deadly force, I'll just fire a warning shot and that'll, you know, scare the bad guy away. Well, those bullets have to go somewhere. And 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 there is always a concern. For instance, I've defended multiple cases here in Indiana where someone fired a warning shot when there was an aggressive dog, you know, sure. approaching them or, or threatening them or even their children, you know, fired shots into the ground or fired shots into the air. And they're, they're saying, oh, I was just trying to scare that. Dog. Well, again, that's a projectile. You've just unleashed it into the environment. It's yeah. got to come down somewhere or you fire it into the ground. It can bounce off and you're responsible for that. And so I always tell people in my class and, it be, and, and people are always disappointed. People say, well, I'll just fire a warning shot. I'm like, well, let me tell you all the reasons why a warning shot is a bad idea. First and foremost, it's a bad idea because you fire a warning shot. The bad guy may have a gun, too. I go, oh, you've got a gun? Uh I better better get my gun out. And he's not going to fire a warning shot. He's just going to shoot you in the face. So, you know, strategically and tactically, it's not necessarily a good move. But secondly- You can um, nail an innocent bystander. You could, and not because you're shooting at them, because the, the, you know, in a subway- That bullet's going to bounce around. I don't care what direction you fire it. It's going to bounce around. And I can see officials saying, okay, this endangered people. And that's where reckless endangerment comes from. In Indiana, it'd be called criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon. We're talking about the same thing. So, listen. The, the guy's a hero in the sense that he stepped up and wanted to defend a woman who's getting mugged. And and that, in and of itself, um, ought to be praised, and, and, he, and he ought to be recognized as a hero that he is. At the same time, firing off shots, it sounds like it was more than one, yeah. in a crowded subway um, is just not a good idea and something I've counseled against for a long time. 
And what if he would have just pointed the gun at the individual, at the mugger? Right. And again, it's <laughs> and New said, York. Hey, you better back it up. Yeah. Well, in Indiana, I'm just talking about Indiana law since I'm right. the farthest thing from a New York lawyer. But um, uh, in Indiana, uh, you, you're you're justified in using uh, deadly force, in fact, to prevent the commission of a forcible felony. So if I see a, a robbery in the sense where someone's using force or the threat of force to rob someone, that's a forcible felony. And I can actually use deadly force. And if I'm justified in using deadly force, I'm certainly justified in pointing my firearm okay. at that individual. Now, if they don't have a weapon, then you're, there's, there's still such a thing, colloquially called a strong arm robbery. If it's still a crime you know, where it's a felony committed through the use or threat of force, or in which there's a substantial likelihood of injury to a human being, then that's a forcible felony. You can use deadly force to interrupt it. But there's two separate issues. One is interrupting the robbery, and the separate issues endangering other people in the yeah. area, like firing off, you know, quote-unquote warning shots. So you have to separate those things the out. bottom line is- One might be legal, even in Indiana, and the yeah. other one might get you, you know, uh, uh, prosecuted if not convicted. This, probably, this guy probably going to spend some time in jail in New York, do you think? It, I mean, it if, won't if you, surprise me. Again, I mean, I, in Indiana- I understand. It's, yeah, and it's we also different. have what's called prosecutorial discretion. Because, you know, any prosecutor can look <laughs> yeah. at, at, at a given well, situation. Well, we're talking about, you know, you're, yeah. you're talking thinking Marion County, aren't you? I know what- I know what you're thinking you're thinking marion county but i mean you know i can see in a lot of jurisdictions um you know that are more supportive of second amendment rights of, of a, a prosecutor looking at this saying okay technically nobody well first of all nobody got hurt the you know did you arguably endanger someone by firing off these shots yeah but at the same time nobody got hurt you were st you know you're stopping a an innocent woman from being robbed I'm going to use my uh, prosecutorial discretion I, I, I to not see prosecute Alvin that Bragg case. doing that. I cannot see a, a district attorney in New York City. No, no, I, I couldn't I agree more. That. That's why All I right. say in some jurisdictions, uh, yeah. they may reach a different decision. <laughs>